0: Excuse me, but are you loving this podcast? If you are, you can support the show through the 8 supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. All you have to do is hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com.
0: Excuse me, I have something to say. This is the podcast where we have real and open conversations about life and everything it throws our way. I'm your host, Sean Philip Naylor. Join me each episode as I chat with inspiring people who also have something to say. You can join in on the conversations or contact me directly through the show's official channels. Instagram and Twitter at excuse me underscore pod, Facebook and YouTube search excuse me I have something to say, or our official website, excuse me, I have something to say.com. As always, all links are embedded into the show notes for you, and if you are listening through Apple or iTunes, don't forget to rate and review the show. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Excuse Me. So over the past few months, I've been really busy. The pandemic finally took out the company that I've been working for for the past five years or so. And straight off the back of being made redundant from them, I started a brand new job with a lot more responsibility. And on top of all of that, Benny and I have been planning our wedding. But last week, Benny and I finally tied the knot. Like literally. We had a hand fasting incorporated into our ceremony, which was absolutely amazing. And for those of you who don't know, that's actually where the term tying the knot comes from. It's really cool. So if you're planning a wedding or even if you're not, you just want to learn something new, have a look at Tying the Knot. It's a really fun tradition. Needless to say, though, we've been in a bit of a love bubble ever since, which has obviously been my biggest priority over the past few weeks. But with all that's been going on in life and around the the globe recently, I've been doing a lot of reflection, both inwards and of that the world around me which has presented me with this great idea and opportunity to reflect back on the past 12 months. So 12 months ago, the podcast was in its infancy, and the world had just gone into a global lockdown. And as we all know, the future looked pretty damn bleak. So this week, I wanted to take a look back and revisit the first interview I did for the show, Back in April 2020, I sat down with my good friend Jacqueline Webb right at the start of the pandemic, when the world was getting to grips with things like social distancing, 24-7 news coverage on COVID cases and deaths around the globe, wearing masks, only being allowed out of your house for essential reasons, panic buying, and a shortage of toilet paper. I mean, what the fuck? We never saw it coming. I remember saying to a colleague who was originally from China not to worry and that it's 2020 and we have so much knowledge and technology that this thing will all be over in a month or two. Obviously, I was wrong. It was a scary time for a lot of people and also for a lot of people, it was the toughest 12 months they may ever face. But the thing with humanity is that we always find a way to adapt and adjust to an ever-changing world. We made it through 2020 and we'll make it through whatever faces us next. So, with that in mind, let's take a look back at a conversation between two people who had absolutely no idea what was in store for them or the rest of the world.
2: Yeah, I can't believe you've already outed me as a crazy dog person.
0: Hey, the collar fit. <laughs>
2: You know, my, my family live far away, and every time I speak to my sister, she's like, you know, all we talk about now is how you've just really lost it. Like, <laughs> we did not see this coming.
0: Um, and how is uh, little Lennon?
2: Oh, so cute. So cute. He's There are two dogs, and I'm not going to say he's my favourite, but he is also my favourite. So <laughs> there we go. No. Um, yeah, thank God for dogs now.
0: Right, having a dog is yeah. the best. and then when you're at home. For me, I'm by myself, so it's me and the dogs. If I didn't have them here, I'd probably go a little stir-crazy. Stir crazy.
2: Exactly. And uh, Lenny's still a puppy, so I can actually watch him grow, because whereas I was just going off to work, missing out. Aww. I know. Super cute. So
0: cute. So if uh, people want to have a little um, puppy positivity in their day, where can they follow? Oh,
2: please. You'll have to put the link somewhere. But oh, well. they do have an Instagram page because I... Did really lose the plot that much? (laughs) It's called Parko and Lennon. They're two brothers, and they're very cute. And they don't have many followers, so they'd really appreciate any (laughs) follows. I I try to post cute things.
0: Um, Okay, so let's get down to to business. What we're actually here to talk about um, is social distancing. So, as it stands at the time of recording this episode, which by the time it airs will probably be completely outdated. Um, we're on a stage three lockdown in Australia. All our borders are closed. Only essential workers are going to work. We're not essential. So we're <laughs> our not partners are,
2: so they're going off to work. And Sean and I are here with coffee.
0: That's right. Coffee, coffee and chats. Yeah. Because, And FYI, we are allowed to be here because although they have uh, increased social distancing rules, you can now have somebody who is not living in your household come to visit but no more than two people and you have to abide by social distancing which if we sound distant on the microphone
2: it's because we're abiding
0: we're abiding by all the rules
2: and i've got a liter of sanitizer in my bag
0: you do (laughs) I have a tiny bottle that Benny left here for me. And he was like, if you want some sanitizer, it's here. But he's certainly abiding by all the rules. He's got gloves in his glove compartment, disposable gloves.
2: Someone actually using the glove compartment for gloves. Never heard.
0: And he's got in his new car, right near his steering wheel, he's got like a drink holder in the corner, which has like a litre bottle of hand sanitizer in it as well. So he's sanitizing himself when he gets in his car, out his car. He's got gloves I, there's a part of me that's like, is you being a bit ridiculous or are you being safe? Like, I don't know what's going on. I
2: don't think we can accuse anyone of being ridiculous. Like the other day, I actually felt a bit disciplined in public. I have to just maybe accept what they were saying was true, but I was walking the dogs and I promise I won't bring the dogs up at every opportunity, (laughs) but I was walking them. And you know, the little entryways to the beach, they're a couple of Mm -hmm. meters wide and the dogs were smelling something and this couple were trying to enter. And I said, Oh, just walk around me. And he looked at me and he said... Well, we can't can we because it's not 1.5 meters and I thought well it probably is and don't I just felt like I was accused of doing something wrong but then in hindsight I thought oh, look you actually do we all do have to do the right thing and
0: I've, I've seen many opportunities and where I could have said something to someone and I, I choose not to
2: yeah I mean there's a way to say it I mean I felt he was a bit firm with me but <laughs> I do think it's worth pointing out to do the right thing. Uh,
0: sorry to interrupt you. When you're constantly trying to do the right thing and you make one little slip up mm, and somebody points it out, yeah. that's frustrating. Yeah,
2: I know. And it's not... Yeah, it can't be an excuse for people to get on their moral high horse and put others down. And Some people do. But... But it is interesting, and I have to say, before I came over here, I was like, can I come? I don't know. And I looked up the rules, and I thought, oh, I can't really. It's not essential. But then I said, well, they've also said you can have, you should limit the people at your house to this many people. So it's kind of a mixed message.
0: Yeah, it's, it's unclear. And then what we're allowed to do in Queensland, you're not allowed to do. In other, In other states, yeah, so it's, it's really, really
2: confusing. And the and the messages come from a Commonwealth level, but the enforcement is at a state level. So we're listening to Como. <laughs> then we're going to be like, oh, what are you going to say about that, Anastasia? Then oh, it's it's like a bit of it, a... Anastasia. Oh, why not?
0: I just don't. Let's just leave it there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have my reasons.
2: Okay.
0: Um, so we did. Get together to do an episode a couple of weeks ago, and it was about social distancing. But then, within a matter of days, everything had completely changed. Mm. I um I lost my job very quickly after we did that yeah. episode, and we were talking about people having to work from home. Unfortunately, it's really hard to to work from home selling shoes.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So I mean, you'd give it a go. But... I'm mean, gonna
0: try. Send 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 stock here, and I'll yeah. see what I can do don't accept cash though
2: you have to get one of those squares little squares oh
0: yeah everyone's got them yeah but yeah a lot has happened in the past couple of weeks how has this COVID-19 pandemic affected you since the last time we saw each other
2: well similarly I was still going to work I think at that point and then they closed all of our offices so I work for a financial services firm they've got three offices so Sydney Melbourne Gold Coast and they yeah, they they closed them all. We're still working, so I'm working from home, which is a whole other thing and it's really challenging. But yeah, it's just it was it happened really quickly and there was there was one incident where someone in the in the Gold Coast office, her friend had been diagnosed, so they sent everyone home that day and they got they said we're gonna clean everything and then come back the next day. But then the next day we came back and they shut us down again. So I think it was all just they just thought, look, it's no, it's not worth it.
0: It happened really quickly for me as well because they'd started to, in retail, a lot of other retailers around us had closed and I was getting messages from other friends who work in retail saying, are we still open? And we were, and our head office made the decision to limit our trading hours. So instead of doing our usual 10 till 6, we were going to do 11 till 5. And it was the first day of the trading, the trading hour change. And myself and the other manager, Tenille, we got to work early doing what we needed to do. And I was like five to 10 minutes before we're about to open the door. And I said to her, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. So I turned all the lights on, left the building, went to the bathroom, came back expecting her to have the doors open. And all the doors were shut and all the lights were off. And she, she was like, I've just had a phone call. We have to go on an emergency conference call. And we were like, all right. So we went onto a conference call before we even opened the doors to the new trading hours and they were like, you're being stood down as of five o'clock today.
2: Wow. And Did they use point... the words, you're stood down? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And
0: then in the afternoon, we got an email from the CEO, which was very much similar to wording to what our brand manager had said. So I'm guessing she already had a copy of that mm. email and she just pretty much read through it to everybody. But um, it was a very quiet conference call. Yeah. All the stores, all the managers were on the call, and it was just very quiet. And it was hard because these unprecedented times, it was a hard conversation for our brand manager to have because she even got teary on the call. Mm. But there you go. That happened. And then it, literally while we were on the call, my colleague and I are on the Gov, my Gov website going, can we apply as a job seeker? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, happened all very quickly. Yeah.
2: That's the other thing that's happened to us we're working from home and we've just been asked on Friday we were just asked to purchase 6 weeks annual leave this year to use before February which is essentially saying can you take 6 weeks unpaid leave before February which is a 20% pay cut for a period of time and it's pretty hectic for a lot of people It's interesting the 20% is quite now. substantial
0: Yeah 20% is huge but it's, it's interesting to see how companies... Are
2: handling, are handling different
0: it differently. In different industries, of course. You and I work in very different industries.
2: Yeah, and this is interesting because I work in a legal team and this is such a complex area. And like the standing down, a lot of people are using that term, I think, really loosely, but there is a specific option that companies have to stand people down, but you have to meet certain criteria, and I don't think... That it's just... It, well, you have to be subject to a government direction, really. Right. is what they're saying. And that's not the, legis- the wording of the legislation, but we've had employment lawyers say that at the end of the day, unless the government told you to close your doors, you can't really just stand people down, which right. is interesting. But they can do other things. I mean, we've been asked essentially to take unpaid leave. We can't be forced to do that, but we've been asked. Um, you can ask people to use their annual leave. Um, you can...
0: That's what they did for us. Yeah. So for us, it was you're being stood down a minimum of 4 weeks and we encourage you to use your annual leave mm. if you have it those people who don't have annual leave will be on leave without pay
2: yeah and all of these things are governed by the award the award that you're on and your employment contract as well so it's really complex for every industry and a couple of the awards have had some quick changes to to help the businesses do things with their staff that maybe they otherwise wouldn't be able to yeah just to respond but i mean i don't know about the assume the retail award and as far as i'm
0: aware it hasn't hasn't changed
2: the banking and finance one and it hasn't changed but it's it's really complex area
0: very but for me the silver lining of it all is uh now within the past week they announced the job keeper
2: yes yes
0: so this is very unusual i don't think any other country is doing this
2: i don't know and because this is really a payment to employers to To keep their business going and they're going to
0: pay you to pay your employees so that you have something to come back to Mm. once all this madness is over Mm. and thankfully for me and the business i work in they qualify for it so as far as i'm aware i'll continue to be paid a lesser amount than i would normally get but it's enough to keep me and Benny going. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's working currently, but who knows what's going to happen Mm. with his job being with food. It's such a weird time.
2: It is a weird time. And combining that, combining everyone working less or working from home with not being able to even really leave the home... It's just revealing all sorts of things about everyone that you live with. or oh.
0: See, it'll be interesting for you more so because although I can't really leave the house unless it's to do one of the I think there's only four main reasons that you're allowed to leave. So there's exercise, mm. essential work, grocery shopping, and I think there's something else. So for me, I try to do my exercise in the morning and go to the grocery store in the morning and get all that done. And then I come home and have to figure out what I'm going to do with my time <laughs> until Benny gets home from work. And then when he walks through the door, I just a chatty Cathy and I won't leave him alone because I've spent all yeah. day by myself that I feel like obviously I need to talk he to someone. And he's, yeah, he's been at work, even though it's quiet, he's, you know, he can be quite stressful. And so he'll come here. He's just like, let me have a shower, leave me alone. I'm like, but I want to talk to you. Whereas you, you're working from home. Oh. With yeah, a house full of
2: people. With a house full of people, which is really difficult because I my work personality and my I guess <laughs> social Co- personality. Jacqueline. Yeah. Corporate Jacqueline and normal Jacqueline are very different. And I'm struggling because, you know, I need to be that serious person between the hours of eight thirty and five thirty. And I also the other side of my personality is like I like to be on. I don't like to be around people if i'm not being lovely and polite and that's just how i get through life like i just have to try to be as nice as possible but then when i'm you know popping out of the office at lunch and someone talks to me oh, i don't want to chat back and i yeah. and then i'm in this weird oh i don't i don't want to be i feel rude it's, and it's not rude i'm just it's trying to be a bit more serious but finding that balance is just like a difficult thing for me personally <laughs> because i'm like god why do i feel the need to just constantly be over the top nice to people when you know it's, I don't I can't anymore I can't be on 24 <laughs> 7 anymore so and we have someone staying yeah so I'm in a house with three boys two male dogs so really five boys and me and everyone's all over the place and it's so it's, how
0: in your household because you've got you've got the two boy dogs and then you've got your partner and two other mm-hmm gentlemen yeah and everybody other than you is i guess what i'm saying you're the only australian yes everybody is
2: from somewhere else from We've somewhere else, somewhere Peru, else spain and texas there you go
0: different cultures coming together under one yes. roof which is lovely but how does that work for social distancing
2: i guess they they're taking it really seriously so they are hands-on but i mean particularly our friend that's visiting from spain i mean the the stuff that's happening in spain is so traumatic that when you're in that frame of mind i mean he's probably been more inclined to take it more seriously than the rest of us just because he talks to his family and what's going on over there is just so much more serious so we we just haven't got to that level yet yeah and it's going to be interesting because i mean the vibe is that it it will get worse but hopefully it won't
1: and hopefully we won't experience that sort of and now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
3: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: You see what's unfolding. Even England, there, it was on the news this morning that England have had their worst day for deaths so far. And then you look at America.
2: It's insane. It's
0: ridiculous. And then you've got Donald Trump, who he can no longer be the denier. Like, (laughs) he was calling it the China virus, doing everything that that moron does. Donald Trump's a different episode. Let's not get into into that. So social distancing, going well in your house, going well in my house, because there's no one here for me.
2: What did you make
0: of the Queensland election during all of this?
2: That was so peculiar. I have to say... It was really shocking that they even had it. And then we live across from school, which on a normal day is a pure nightmare. But on elections, it's really handy. So we just walked across the road and I was just shocked that everyone was sharing the same pencil. What a joke.
0: My mum said that. could
2: not believe it. See, Benny and I,
0: we got in just in time um, to meet the deadline to do a postal vote. And Benny's postal vote papers came like at the day of the election. So I don't even know yeah. if that's going to... Does that count? I don't know. Anyway, so we, we just put us in a post box and away we, got, away we went. But when you went across to the school, were people adhering to social distancing?
2: So I... They were. I observed... I didn't go in the morning first thing because there were too many people. Yeah. But it was actually quite funny. And I should have taken a photo or a video because... The line was stretching out onto the street and everyone was a meter and a half apart. It just well, looked something. it looked good, it was very strange though. It was like an alternate reality. Well, I and everyone was I very vote,
0: like everybody's usually so they're like, packed,
2: packed, packed in and together. it's a busy place. There because there was no one handing out flyers. I think it was just this silent line of people that weren't talking either. Ooh, it was very odd. Eerie. It was eerie. And then I just popped over later when there was no one except after probably a million people had used the pencil so good
0: well at least you have your leader sanitizer i know
2: sanitizer <laughs>
0: go back inside how crazy is it too that you can't get hand sanitizer you had to get yours
2: i know a, but i need to take out a personal out. loan just to buy it <laughs> almost no just kidding sorry Grandad jack's our favorite place it's not that expensive i'm sure i'm sure you've priced it according to some <laughs> logic yeah, we had to because I went to a few few stores, a few chemists, and they just basically laughed in my face. And then but even to get this, so I got two litres. I had to like they release it at midday, twelve PM every day. By twelve oh four, that day's release is gone. Wow. And then you have to pick it up in person two days later and bring your and then you have to register at a particular time because I don't want everyone going at the one time. So,
0: Fit social yeah, distancing. Exactly.
2: Yeah, they took it all really seriously. Well, that's which good. was which and it's was great. Good. That-
0: the distilleries are being able to to help and do this and still make money themselves yeah, as so well. Yeah, so they've
2: relaxed the rules. The I think it's the Therapeutic Goods Association or Drugs, anyway. TGA. Maybe they usually need to approve like sanitizer recipes, but they've said no. Just as long as you follow the World Health Organization, when just produce it okay. and yeah. So that's that's good because we're so highly regulated here. It's nice when they <laughs> respond quickly and appropriately. Sorry, it's not a political podcast.
0: No, no, it's fine. we get it political. It's all part of the part of the game. Yeah. The borders. Mm. So in Australia, all of our borders are shut. I believe at midnight tonight, WA will be shutting the last of their borders. For us living so close to the Queensland, mm. New South Wales border, it's interesting because we can't even see our friends.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I'm just 10 minutes and... Oh, okay. You don't realize how much you're across the border until you can't go.
0: My favorite beaches are across the border. Not that we can go to them, but my favorite beaches are across the border. It's like, I always find myself across there on days off. And now we have so many days off, but it's just... I
2: know, it's this weird situation. It's awful, actually. Yeah, it is. It's this weird... I feel bad saying it's awful because what we're experiencing here is nothing in comparison.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's more inconvenient yes yeah. it's inconvenienced us and there is a saying that if you think there's nothing like a woman scorned then you have never seen a slightly inconvenienced homosexual
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: uh, believe me i'm slightly
2: inconvenienced. <laughs> oh, i love
0: that how do we think we're going to recover from all of this
2: it's gonna be so different on the other side which i really like actually it's clear now that our we don't need to pay so much for a big office space because there's no need we can all work from home we're all set up i mean they gave us laptops and desktops and yeah and it's quite nice to just actually have it like zoom meetings are completely acceptable and because we work across offices in any case it's been uh, usually someone i'd call now we video chat so that's been really lovely on the news Um,
0: this morning because i have a vet appointment tomorrow morning for dexter But on the news this morning, they were saying that although vets are still essential, Mm. they're doing more and more Zoom Mm -hmm. and Skype sessions. Mm -hmm. So without having to see the
2: the patient. So that's interesting because I was trying to concentrate working from home the other day when Al behind me was having a Zoom meeting with his colleagues about what to do about this. FYI. He's a vet. He's a vet. <laughs> and, yeah, that seems like a lot of them are their clients and the patients are outside, waiting outside. They'll come out, take the animal inside, bring it out. Or, yeah, if they don't have to, they can discuss it by phone, whatever it it's, might be. It's
0: an interesting time. I'm interested to see how retail, of course, being mm. the area I work in, how that manages to survive. Yeah. I, because there's when, when all this is over... People will be spending money, but they don't. They're not going to be spending it on all the luxury items. No, they're
2: going to go back to the restaurants, the bars. I mean, they'll book Airbnbs again. They want to get away. They'll do all that stuff. They want to travel still. But I completely agree. No one's going
0: to be buying my shoes. No one's going. My shoes are a luxury. (laughs)
2: They are a luxury.
0: It's really interesting to see what I guess what brands will survive because I my The company I work for makes something that most people associate with Australia, but it 's not australian made there is australian made alternatives of what we do, and i 've been seeing lately a lot of social media posts in which they 're bad mouthing the company I work for mm. to try and make sure people are buying their yeah. product so it 's it's a really interesting
2: yeah,
0: I guess, moment in time where who knows who's going to come out of this and who's not.
2: No. I mean, people have been making predictions because, I mean, you know that I devour podcasts. And I'm
0: mm-hmm.
2: actually obsessed. She's that.
0: a podcasting whore. Yes,
2: I am. <laughs> Another one that I listen to called The Pivot where they talk about really like tech, the tech market, but now they're sort of talking about financial markets in general and the impact on businesses of this. And, and they say that yeah a lot will just simply not exist anymore and the big ones will survive and they'll just be stronger than ever which is a bit dire but Mm. i guess yeah where we're heading these these small
0: i guess socially the outcome will be because of course we're practicing social distancing people are doing more on their own Mm. so for example, when you arrived, Benny was telling you about all the dads that we saw on yeah. the street drawing chalk with their kids and stuff. Um, it seems like people are going back to a simpler time. I see so many Instagram feeds where people are baking and yeah. sharing recipes. Like, how is? I love I don't that. don't Want of it, it to go back to the way it no, was. No, I love
2: that side of it. I was. Uh, we were just discussing today that you know the four of us in our house what we're going to do for the next few months and we, you know we've decided one person is going to cook a meal each week and we've got all these beautiful cookbooks and because I'm very I have high hopes for myself and then I don't cook anything from them <laughs> <laughs> but now we can and we're gonna we're actually gonna do it you know one person, which is lovely yeah. I mean I like cooking for people and I like being cooked for and yeah I think that's beautiful and it's a relief to be honest to not have to decline invitations to things To be honest, that's one of the reasons I got a Facebook. I don't want an event invite. It stresses me out. I get
0: a little bit of that social anxiety when it comes to, I guess, going to people's houses and that sort of thing. And I was for a long time, I was the guy who would go, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll come to that and just not go. Yeah. And that stemmed from anxiety i'm I'm the guy kind of guy as well like i'm not going to throw a big birthday party for myself because i'm scared no one's going to show up yes
2: yes i'm that Um, girl
0: so i'm glad of this time where they're like you can't really go and have these big events yeah because it's taken pressure off for me to um not feel obliged to go
2: yeah i completely agree and then the money you save as well yeah is an interesting thing about and I guess that's related to what you'll consume after because you realize what's what's maybe really important yeah what's essential to you and what's not yeah and people and and they won't spend on I guess luxury things after because hey they won't have the money I mean I mentioned that I have to take six weeks unpaid leave so that you know obviously lost that money but also you realize it's just not important yeah and that's that's nice though I and mean, the things that are important are being able to see people that you love and and share good quality produce and and be well and healthy which is what it should be and so things like i keep thinking god i need to get a veggie gu-. like how good would it be if we had a veggie garden right now I could oh just god, minimize so when i went to the shops because i don't want to go it's disgusting woolworth's is i just don't want to go there i don't oh. want to touch a trolley
0: i went i went yesterday to Woolworths in Burley and I left because there was just there was so many people in there there was like all the stuff I needed was gone yeah and in the end I went to the coals that's near our house so it's like our smaller local coals and that was a much nicer experience but it's not fun going to the supermarkets
2: no the other thing I have been I go to the farmer's markets every week and they have still had them on because people need their food yeah but I just don't know how. I mean, that is the most crowded place ever, generally. And, and they, you can't socially distance in those market stalls. No. It, you just can't do it. So, And they've been pretty good, and they, they sanitise you on the way in. And But they're going to have to shut them down. Like, That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that's a worry. The government keeps saying that this is going to get worse for us before it gets better, and thankfully it's not been like it has been for some of those other countries. But... What, what do you, What's your prediction of a time frame for
2: this? Oh, my gosh. Well, everyone's saying... Everyone's sort of got this six-month thing out there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think the, in inverted commas, lockdown will be extended because I think in Queensland they've said that these are the rules until at the earliest, the 19th of May. And I think they'll have to extend it just... Because even if it's going well, you want it to keep going well. Yeah, so, and if they,
0: I guess if they loosen it too soon... exactly would you get a second a second wave, wave of it yeah. all and we haven't even hit winter yet
2: no so i think i mean you've got to imagine that it's going to be a six-month period of
0: i guess i need to know Jacqueline, am i going to be able to be on the beach <laughs> come summer
2: well you can go to the beach as long as and i want is, to sit on the beach and, go and get brown. okay no I you want can't my skin do that you not do trauma. that <laughs> you have to just go and run <laughs> don't
0: run everyone's going to be you super ran with fit. me you know i don't run <laughs> No, you like and i that. the
2: worst we would go for the coffee after that's
0: right and it was never it was never worth it no
2: god no. and our friend shauna who you'll meet at some point yeah. is just like she takes it so seriously
0: oh my god she would be off in the distance
2: and just we were like oh my god you know i've really had to do really change my view on a couple of things one is people who like their animals a lot i've obviously I don't think they're ridiculous anymore because I'm one of them. The other thing I've changed my mind on is people who's... Like, Shauna used to wear her watch when we were running and time yeah. mess and, and track everything. And I just thought, oh, give me a break. We're just going to run. We're running. It's A, right. B, run. That's it. And now I've just got tell my... Me when <laughs> now I've got my garment and I track my pace and stuff, the, the tiny runs that I do go on. It just reveals that I'm slow as and <laughs> need to improve. But, yeah, I mean... Exercise is another one. We're trying in the house to busy ourselves with little exercise routines. But, yeah, it's you've really got to keep on It's so easy not to when you're at home.
0: Well, and spending all this time at home and not really being able to go out and do, I guess, the normal exercise that you, you would. Like, the gyms are closed and stuff. I guess, couple that with the fact that all oh, the pasta is gone. <laughs> We're gonna get fat, I know. <laughs> I've already gained some kilos I'm telling you. and it's been two weeks.
2: <laughs> I thought that too as I had a magnum for dinner last night. I was like, oh this is so bad. but honestly, shout out to those vegan almond magnums. they are they good? Oh I can't even tell you. I can't even talk about it. I usually get got like four dog eyes staring at me when I eat something and I usually give them a bit but with the magnums I'm like sorry guys. <laughs> Cannot even not spare stuff. a little bit of this. Oh. Gonna try to, them.
0: I'll investigate.
2: It's
0: just yeah. So, to wrap this this podcast up, let's just do a quick a quick review um, of our current where current status and where we're at. So, stage three lockdowns in Australia, social distancing practices in play. Jacqueline's a crazy dog lady, um, and we're all
2: getting fat. And we're all getting fat.
0: So at the start of the pandemic, it didn't really feel real. And I guess it still doesn't. We've seen the best, the worst, and the complete stupidity of humanity. To date, there have been 152,534,452 confirmed cases globally. And in the world, we have seen 3,198,528 deaths related to covid countries states and cities have all been in lockdown whether it be snap lockdowns for a few days or weeks or months or practically year-long stints of being stuck at home this pandemic has taught many of us to appreciate each other to have a heightened awareness and empathy for our own and each other's health and mental health i like to think it has taught us to be kinder and appreciate the smaller things in life it was really interesting to sit down and re listen and revisit this conversation between Jacqueline and myself. We had no idea that 12 months later we would still be practicing social distancing. We've been really lucky in Australia. It's been hard at times for me watching through social media and talking to friends and family in the UK who have been doing it so tough. I feel guilty for posting things to Instagram that are just our day-to-day lives, knowing others out there can't just go to the beach or go to the shops. Then I find myself asking the question, why do I feel guilty about that sort of thing now? There have always been people out there who couldn't do those things for whatever reason. And of course, I only feel guilty because it's people in my life, people I know and love. We all need to be more aware of each other. We all need to be kinder to ourselves and to one another. If this pandemic has shown me anything, it's that we all share this planet and one country's issue, one race's issue, one gender issue, one person's issues are actually all of our issues. Perhaps rather than letting this pandemic force us apart, maybe we could look at how it's actually brought us all together. See you next time. One more thing, by the way, I also learned that Jacqueline really is a crazy dog person. She now has three beautiful dogs.
2: Love you,
3: Jack.